Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Well, God bless you. Um... This is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church, located here in the South Bronx, New York City, a.k.a. He Has Risen Tabernacle. We're under the covering of Jabula New Life International, where Apostolic Father is Apostle Tudor Bismarck. Amen. Big shout out to my Jabula family. Love you all over the world. Today was an interesting day. I woke up with this. What the heck? Now, how many of you know, those of you that are pastors know exactly what I'm talking about. The what the heck wake up is where you wake up and your phone is being blown up, right? People are commenting, people are texting, people are uh, hitting you up, wanting to get, uh, wanting to see what your thoughts are on things or whatever the case may be. So I woke up this morning uh, being asked in my inbox if I had seen a particular uh, Facebook video post from a friend of mine, from a, from a friend of mine. All right, so this person is my friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, and what were my thoughts about it? And my wife was getting hit up with people from the church asking her if they, if she saw it. You know, and at this point, if, if, if we're being asked what our thoughts are, then I'm assuming that heaven has given me permission to chime in and, and share my thoughts. And here's what I want to say is this. First of all, one of the attributes of being a child of God is you are a peacemaker. You are a peacemaker. Which means anytime you do anything for the kingdom or for the Lord, it, sh- it should come from a place of peace. Why? Blessed are the peacemakers, for theirs is the kingdom of God. So if you say your kingdom, then your mindset, your responses, and everything that you do should be from the realm of a peacemaker. Even when you're reforming and tearing things down, it's coming from a place of peace. Because people will see that that needed to be to- torn down. See what I'm saying? So, uh, um, so I woke up. I woke up to this, to this, uh, uh, this flooded inbox of what my thoughts were uh, concerning this. And here's what I've learned. And I'm going to say this publicly. It's this. And maybe what I'm about to say is not popular, but you don't have to agree with the prophet. Nowhere in scripture we commanded and demanded that we have to. Like, that we have to, under all circumstances, agree with the prophet. 
Let me share a secret with you. It's okay to disagree with a prophet. You're not going to go to hell. You're not going to get cursed. God is not condemning you. And you're not going to get put on this blacklist from heaven to get coronavirus. We need to get delivered from that stuff. It's okay to just see something and say, you know what? I don't agree with that. But it's how you disagree. It's okay to disagree, but ruthless disagreement is not coming. Condescending, ruthless disagreement does not come. Does not come from the Spirit of God. Because the Bible says, let your speech always be seasoned with salt. That just, which means season it with salt and grace. Even if you disagree. And I'm not talking about that respectfully agree to disagree with that. No, man. Let me just share something with you. Prophets can be wrong. I'm not saying that he's wrong. But what I am saying is we keep making up excuses of, of how they could be right. Let me just share with you. They could be wrong. Or how about this? Learning to distinguish between prophetic opinion and the word of the Lord. Did you, did you catch what I just said? There's a difference between prophetic opinion. David asked Nathan. I got an idea. I want to do this thing. And you know what Nathan told him? Do it for the Lord is with you. And then by the time Nathan got to the door of the palace, the Holy Spirit told him later that night, he said, oh, you better go back and tell David that the idea of building the temple, great idea, but not coming from me. And he came back and said, hey, hey, I know I told you do whatever the Lord told you to do. See what I'm saying? So um, wh what are we going to say that Nathan was a false prophet? Because he did tell he did tell David, well, do whatever the Lord placed on your heart. See, if you become a prophetic literalist, Nathan the prophet told David that it was okay for him to build the temple. You go go read this in scripture, all right? Why? Because, because Nathan wanted the temple. And then Nathan had to catch himself and come back and say, hey, I know I told you to do it in the name of the Lord, but you know the Lord, the Lord, don't, the Lord ain't in that. As a matter of fact, the Lord says you got too much blood on your hands and, and gave him this whole prophetic utterance about that. And then he ended it with encouragement saying, your son Solomon will do it now. Do we take that and say, Nathan is a false prophet because he, he got it wrong? How about this? Understanding prophetic language, understanding prophetic context. The issue is the method of delivery. That's why when I am going to share something on my Facebook live videos that's coming from me, I tell y'all. Don't I tell y'all? I say, hey guys, what I'm about to say is not coming from the Holy Spirit. This is coming from me. Why do I do that? So that way people know. That this is coming from me and it's not being inspired by the Holy Spirit. This is just my, my thoughts, my thoughts on a thing. Did you catch it? You have to be able to distinguish between what you believe to be the Holy Spirit talking and what is, what could be potentially the opinion, the opinion of a person. Here's what I want to establish is this, that it's okay to be like, I don't receive that. I don't know about that. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's, uh, it's, it's okay to be able to just say, you know what? Not really, not really receiving that. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're a prophet of doom and gloom or an agitator or whatever the case may be. Hearing is based on the person. How you hear is based on the maturation level of the person. That's why Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I reasoned as a child. And when I became a man, I put away childish things. What's also included in that is how he hears. So sometimes you could hear things from a place of arrested development or from the or from the context from which you are at in your maturation process, which means you could hear wah, 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 
You know how I know that it's based on maturation? Because if you talk to a baby like this, all they hear is wah, 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 wah. But talk to somebody my age about what I'm saying. It's intelligent conversation. It's all based on, it's all based on maturation. That's all it is. And guess what? And because it's based on maturation, it's okay for you to say, you know what? I don't agree with that. I, I don't know. Or tell them. I think that's more your personal, your personal opinion. Now, why am I sharing this? Is this is not the fact of not the fact of disagreeing but I'm reading some of your comments and it's how you're disagreeing and I'm noticing people getting frustrated angry going down a dark path let me ask you this why why let me ask you why let me let me ask you again okay cuz I'm reading some of the comments not here on that on that particular post and video I'm asking you I'm asking you why are you mad? Why are you mad? Let me share a secret with you. Let me show you. Let me tell you how much power you have. And I say this all the time. People don't like when I say it, but I say it. If I don't like something, all I have to do is unfriend you, unfollow you, block you indefinitely. Let me say that again. Let me, let me say it again. If you don't like something, you can unfriend, you can unfollow, you can snooze. That's a good option, which means you won't see their stuff for a certain amount of days. Or you could block them. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? That's my issue. And why the condescending disagreement remarks? Why? What's bothering you about it? Did you catch it? That's how much power I have. I can silence your prophetic voice out of my life forever. Let me say that again, how much power I have. I don't like your prophetic utterances. I can eliminate you for good, which means I will never have to listen to you ever again. Then why am I? Why am I, why are folks mad when the power is in your hands? Let me say it again. I don't like your stuff. I can block you forever. And let me tell you something. You can disagree with me. The Holy Spirit is not convicting people about blocking people. You know how I know he isn't? Because folks stay blocking each other with no conviction. Did you catch what I just said? God don't care about these petty Facebook games. Like God don't care about that. He he dealing with he he dealing with the pandemic and healing people from COVID nineteen. He 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 not he don't care about this Facebook. We care we care about that stuff. We care about it, and that's the issue. The issue is, and maybe it's because maybe I'm just too New York for you. If there's one thing New Yorkers are, is that we just don't care. Like we walk right over, and I'm not saying this in a bad way because this is not true for every New Yorker but the truth of the matter is we'll just walk right over you and just kind of keep walking as a matter of fact we don't even say hi or good morning we don't care we just keep walking and that's what I want to ask you why the ruthless aggression why the ruthless aggression when you disagree with whatever prophetic utterances that are out there let me say this now, now, now Pagani's talking. 
I haven't said anything with every prophet that said this Passover coronavirus is leaving because of its prophetic implications about the coronavirus, um, the spike in New York City and the Passover. It's still here. And then they shifted it to June. In June, watch what happens in June. Watch what happens in June. June, June, watch what happens in June. It's going to leave in June. July, and it's spiking all over the country. Come on. We, we, ain't nobody going to address that? Guess what? Nobody's going to address that. We, nobody's going to address that. I haven't said anything about it. I could if I wanted to. You missed what I just said. You missed what I just said. I, I could. I could if I wanted to. I could literally say... You prophesied, you wrong, you messed up here. I don't. You want to know why I don't? Because the Bible says, let your speech be always seasoned with salt. And the Bible says, do those things which make for peace, whereby we may edify one another. Let me tell you something. Whether a person is fearful or not, whether they wear a mask or not, who cares? You do you. You do what your conscience tells you to do. Let me say it again. You do what your conscience tells you to do. And you don't have to listen to nobody. It's just you, your family, and the Holy Ghost. Whether you wear one, whether you don't. Who cares whether they call you shook or whether they say you have no wisdom because you walking around without the mask? Who cares whether you wear one as a display of being down with the Antichrist? Who cares? You follow thou me. For Peter told Jesus, John chapter 21, Lord, Lord, what about this man? What about this man here? He was talking about John. And you know what Jesus said to him? If I want John to stay alive until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. You know what Jesus was saying? You already know because us pastors preached this message a million times. He was saying, mind your business. Okay. And you know what Jesus was also saying? That immortality is a possibility because if he would have let John live until his coming, that means John would have never died because those who are alive and remain at the coming of the Lord will never die. Basically, what he was saying is if I want to make John another Enoch, I could. It's my prerogative. I'm God. Did you catch what I just said? All of this stuff is nothing but prophetic opinion some of it is of the lord and some of it is of personal preference and i would say this and some of it is for those who need to hear it some of these prophets are my friends i don't listen to half of the stuff they say sometimes because i know that some of the stuff they say don't apply to me i'm in new york city i'm in the middle of the coronavirus thing we didn't let the country in this Nobody in New York was listening to y'all prophets. We, we did our own thing out here trying to survive this thing. We heard y'all. We watched the videos. None of us got moved. We still did what we had to do. Why? Who cares? But you didn't see 
us spazzing out, getting all ruthless in our aggression. We just gonna have to agree to disagree. Nah, who cares? The Bible says, let each one be persuaded. Romans chapter 14, verse one, I'm done. Let each one be persuaded in their own mind. And let me just interject, let me just interject something. I can disagree with you, prophet. Nothing's gonna happen to me if I disagree. People can disagree with you. No judgment's gonna come. No calamity. We need to get over ourselves. Like for real. We need to get, we need to get over this. God is not killing other Christians for his prophets. And God is not bringing calamity in churches because they reject the prophet. Baby, you just gonna have to, you just gonna have to handle persecution. Hello, prophet. Hello, Christian. All right. Cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level the playing field and I'm, then I'm out of here. Hello, prophet. Stop running from persecution. Everybody don't have to agree with you. Hello, member. Just because you don't agree with the prophet doesn't mean it, it didn't come from God, what they said. Follow, follow God. For real. So what's my thoughts on that? I have no thoughts because that person is my friend. Just like I don't share thoughts on some of my other apostle friends and my bishop friends that say something. Just like I'm more than sure that they had days where they want to say something to me. Because you know I'll be spazzing out sometimes. Who cares? Love covers a multitude of sins. All right? And all you have to do is just say, I don't agree. And keep, keep walking. I don't personally agree that wearing a mask means you're scared. I don't have that. I don't have low self-esteem to be like, I got to address that. And I'm from New York, man. Nothing we do in New York, y'all like. Let me say that again. Y'all don't like nothing about New York. That's why y'all don't even like the president, because he's from New York City. Like, nothing we do, y'all like. So, us New Yorkers, we don't care. We just do us. The whole world is watching us. We we lead this thing. We lead in everything. Oh, you don't like that? Oh, it's the truth. You want to know why you don't like the president? Because you've done forgot he's, he's from New York City. You just don't like the way he talks. You missed what I just said. All right? Take it with a grain of salt, my friends. Be happy. Love Jesus. And in your disagreement, you don't have to prove online of how you ain't scared of the prophet. Let me share something with you, man. I, I, I had a, I did a nine-year prison term. I, my sentence was nine years. Full, uh, the full sentence of my... Let me tell you something about being real. The realest people are those who don't feel like they have to say that they're being real. The fact that you have to say you're real to us means you're not real. Just be real. See? Right? See how easy? See how easy that is? Amen. You don't have to say it. Just be it. So you don't have to voice your opinion to just let them know. I'm going to let him know. I'm going to let her know that I don't agree with their post. And then go down this long, just read it, disagree with it. Keep walking. Say, you know what? I don't agree with that. And walk away. And just walk away. Now, I'm not saying don't defend. I'm not talking about that. And I'm not saying you let people get away with murder in the name of touch not my anointed. Or I'll touch an anointed real quick. Like, I got no problem with that. You know why? Because when God wants to touch an anointed, he'll raise up another anointed. And an anointed can touch an anointed. Catch that revelation. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about the fact that we feel like we have to say something. Why? Why? Just read it and keep walking. So my ultimate thoughts is this. I'm gone, my friends. Watch this. 
you don't even have to agree with this video. I'm okay. Want to know why? Because we big boys over here. We can handle that. It's all right. It's cool. Just don't be ruthless. Don't be ruthless in your disagreement. You don't have to agree. I have my personal views about said video. I'm not going to really share my views on that because that person is my friend. If I have an issue, I text them. I don't have an issue. Neither should you. <laughs> you got to laugh it off, man. Everybody put a happy face. Put a laughing, put a, put a laughing out loud in the chat room, man. Let's lighten up. Let's lighten up the atmosphere here. Uh, folks, it's too serious. My God, man, I don't know what the heck. I woke up today and I was like, man, what the heck is going on? Like, why are people asking me? And sometimes I think they ask me because they know I go at stuff. And I was like, uh, oh, I don't, I don't do that. I don't do that. I know how to walk in honor. Honor keeps me demon proof. Let me tell you something. I believe in reformation. I don't believe in revolution. You missed that revelation. Oh, that, that rhymed. Let me say that again. I believe in reformation. I don't believe in revolution. Revolution destroys the system without rebuilding a new system. It is anti-system. I believe in reformation, which means preserve the system, reform it. This season of coronavirus is not judgment. It's not chastisement. That's part, that's, that's included. You want to know what this season really is? Reformation. That's why I don't believe God is destroying church buildings in the name of resurrecting home services. Holy Spirit doesn't destroy what he initiates. Not under the dispensation of the blood of Jesus, under the dispensation of the New Testament. Maybe in the Old Testament. And even with that, he still preserved, he still preserved Israel. All right. But I do believe we are living, uh, in a season because of this COVID-19 that we are in a season of reformation. Now, I would say this. That some of the conspiracies are real. Most of them is nothing more than misinformation and disinformation. But some of them are real. All right. Are there inflated numbers? Yes. I know people. I know people who didn't really have it and they made them. They just signed them off as they had. I believe in that stuff. Do I believe the media is lying? Yeah, I believe. But not all of it. You see what I'm saying? You take things with a grain of salt with discernment and you feel your way through. And for the rest of y'all folks with that, I don't believe no news. I'm not going to watch anything. Be careful because ignorance will kill you too. Be informed. Decipher between information. Pray about it. Say, you know what? Spirit of God will tell you this is true. This is not true. You know what? This needs to be fixed. Eliminate that. See what I'm saying? You want to know why our people getting all hit up? Because we be on that. I don't want to hear no negative stuff. I don't want to hear nothing negative. I don't want to be on nothing negative. I just want to be in a realm of encouragement. So we just turn the TV off and we don't watch nothing. And then we just be out there getting all sick. And this is a season of reformation, not revolution. I'm gone. I love you. This is Alexander Pagani, lead pastor of Amazing Church. <laughs> Located here in the South Bronx. Uh, New York City, also known as He Is Risen Tabernacle. <laughs> I'm an apostle to the revelation of deliverance. You need to get delivered. Amen. And I absolutely approve, approve this message.
Amen. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.